0: Ala guys. <laughs> 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 I just want to get out of the way really, real quick. I think my salam was better than your guys. I think you know, so hold on. Too. <laughs> hold on. How did you start? Did you say salam alaykum and then you said bismillah? You said no, salam I said, alaykum twice. <laughs> <bismillahirrahim.
1: laughs>
0: oh wait. Yeah. Are you yeah, sorry? yeah. I started with in the name of Allah. You're on film, dude. You know. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. You'll see it on All right, whatever. Um so, what are we talking about today, brothers? What's going on? Well,
2: we're talking about instant gratification, but this will also direct us into the direction of Tawheed,
0: Taqwa. So, um, for the people who don't know what instant gratification is, you have to, like, kind of simplify it. What is What's instant gratification?
2: It is essentially wanting something that is not easily attainable instantly, as if it was easy. Like, say you see someone who's been going to the gym, and they're huge. And you want that and like you've you sitting on the couch all day and you see it and you want it instantly. You want that instant gratification of achieving something like that.
0: And when you can't achieve it, you, you, you start to feel angry. ungrateful. Yeah. You start to feel like um what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like another word for ungrateful. Um, you feel you start to feel some toward hatred, but not toward yourself, towards your circumstances. Envy. Yeah. Like um, you're like, oh, why did why did God put me in this position? Why am I in this position? What's going on? Like, why can't I do like what this person is trying to do? You know, it's crazy. The same people that talk and think like that are the same
1: people who are not going to get up and do anything about it. You no, know, you ever thought about that? I just think about it. Because look, me, I was not. I was like that, you know, at one point in my life, and I had to I had to change that, and that's when I really saw the change in my life.
0: Well, I mean, this was like so. This this came from the khutbah I just went to where there was a brother who was a guest speaker, I guess. And he was talking about instant gratification. He was talking about a whole bunch of stuff that I was thinking to myself. I was like, wow, wait a minute. I see some of myself in this. Like, not not on purpose, but inadvertently, like, I could see myself doing this and, like, doing it by accident. He was talking about things like, oh, uh, instant gratification can also come from, you know, the image that you have of yourself online. Like, social media is an easy way to filter your life to the way uh, you want people to see you. And he was like, so if you get uh, if you make a post online and you think it's a good post, but you don't get the amount of likes you want, or your followers aren't up to par with uh, what you do, you might delete it just because you think those likes have an effect if on you your might, life. You might you think feel those some likes type of will way. affect your um, your your iman, or they'll make you a better Muslim or something like that. But no, that's not the, uh, the that's not the truth. Because no matter how many people see what you, with what you're doing, nobody truly knows exactly what's going on except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, your connection with Allah, that's that's way better than any connection you can have with your followers or your any anything you have. Like, that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is number one. He's above He's above you and He's above your family. And he, that, it's like that for a reason. Because if you don't have the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, everything crumbles. If, I don't know if you guys understand what I'm trying to say. I do. Well, yeah, I do, I do. It's like... um. Like it's, it's that soul, it's, it's that soul reliance that
2: nothing anything on this earth can happen to me, but as long as I'm up to par and I have the connection with my Lord, I'm safe. Like on social media, like your account can be deleted, you can be hacked and all your followers gone in an instant. But with Allah, like your connection will always be there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. No matter how many people you lose or whatever you lose in life, you know, materialistic things or people, you know, all these things are limited, but Allah is not limited.
2: Mm-hmm. And like, even th- like, inna lillahi wa inna Ilaihi rajiun, this life's a journey to and from Allah, yeah. from and to Allah, like ultimately to him is the return. And that's like, you know, that taqwa, that, um, that soul reliance, that consciousness of who is watching you. I mean, like, look, think, a, of, like think about eternal. it, um,
0: think about it like this in, in the terms of like instant gratification, you know, uh, Someone can only beautify themselves so much. Once they get to that point, they, they're done. Like, you can't beautify yourself anymore. Someone can um, build up their muscle so, only so much. And once they plateau, like, they, they feel like they stop. But see, there's no end for these types of things. Like, people will never feel beautiful enough. People will never feel like that they're, they're in shape enough or that they have enough money or that um, they have all these things. That Someone, you'll never feel like you have enough followers. Like, if you get to a million followers, are you content now? Or are you just going to stop? No, like you're gonna keep trying to go uh, uh, increase your following. You know, you're gonna there, keep trying to increase yourself in any way you can, in any, any capacity you can. In sunya,
2: right? There is a way to like um, put this like in a point of view where people can understand. It's like relative. Success is relative. If you have a person, let's say who, who's living in Section Eight, and he makes it to a suburban home, for another person who is rich and just stays rich his whole life though that person might have more of a, an abundance of wealth the person who went from section eight to the suburban home would have more of more gratification because he's gone through the struggle he's worked for what he has earned what he has had not saying the rich person has it but he's gone from one point of one low point to a bigger low point so his gratefulness to so the one who has created him is increased you know what i'm trying to say yeah. you understand what i'm trying yeah, to yeah
1: like for example right you have someone who grew who grew up rich their whole life it's not gonna be the same as in someone who grew up poor mm-hmm. and then they became rich. Exactly, you know, they're gonna, exactly. They're gonna they're gonna enjoy it more. They're gonna enjoy it more. That's right.
2: And then but what people don't see is like that struggle, that innate struggle. That's where the instant gratification, you just look at someone, and you say, Oh, I want that. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. Like without seeing what comes from behind it. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: Oh, yeah. Like when you're talking about someone who's born rich and they're they're rich their whole life or someone who's poor and then became rich, they built up a gratitude. They built up like, you know, I understand exactly what I had to go through to get here. Like it was a tough battle, but I did it. And it's the same thing with your iman. It's like you're not you're not born uh, like a great Muslim, You're not born someone who's not going to sin. Like you're going to sin, you're going to go through hardship You're going to go through calamity like You're going to have to go through all these things Because it's going to be a struggle for you But once you get to that point where you're like Okay, see my iman, it's, I'm, I'm seeing the increase I'm seeing the progress I'm making Now it's going to feel a lot better You're going to feel like, wow, I really I really progressed here Like, you know, Allah guided me But ultimately I had to do the work as well Like, because Allah won't do it for you Like Allah will give you the opportunities, He will give you the opportunities to wake up for fajr and to pray it but ultimately you have to wake up and you have to do it, right? uh, It's the same thing for any form of um, like acts of worship, like you have to to do it yourself first. Allah says in the Quran, He will not change the condition of a people until they change it within themselves. And that's not just one change, it's not just like okay I'm going to start praying, like you have to get up and start doing it. If you want to start donating to charity, you have to say okay I'm going to start doing it and I'm going to donate this much. Even if you donate uh, just like a cent, like that's still a form of charity, is it not? We, we were just talking about what what's the um, what's the least form of charity? Smiling. Uh, sm- smiling is a form of charity. I stated by the prophet <inaudible> in the Hadith. <inaudible> so <inaudible> like, it's so easy for you to earn these uh, these good deeds and, and increase your Iman with like these small details. Like every, there's there's small details embedded in everything. But some for some reason we, we always like to focus on the bigger picture. But Dude, life is just you, like a puzzle. Even
1: Shaitan is like that. Like he's gonna tell you, like if you, if let's say you want to donate even a dollar, the is gonna be like, that's not gonna do anything. You know, just so you know, you start to feel worse about yourself, right? You're like, he's gonna make you like think, oh, there's people out here. They're donating a thousand dollars a day to charities, and you, you, you're over here donating a dollar. You might as well just not even do it, anyways, and you know, just do it later on, right? And
0: then you just wait later on, later on, later on, and guess what? You you ended up not donating anything. But remember, there are there are like. There are constant forms of charity. Like, imagine you donate only one dollar to the um, to the construction of a musalla. You know, the musalla is at the at the mosque. You donate only one dollar to that. You're you're getting reward every single time someone prays on that, right? So it doesn't even matter if you if you're the one who built the whole musalla or you donate only a dollar to it. You still get uh, reward. And don't try to think you can count rewards because you can't. Are you are you the uh, the angels that write uh, your deeds on like on your shoulders? No, you're not because you can't count the deeds that you do you have no idea like how many good deeds you do in a day and how many bad deeds you do in a day. Which is why we're always told to stay in a constant form of uh, istighfar. Like always making istighfar because uh, to protect us from those sins that we don't even know that we do. Like we may inadvertently do stuff that we don't know. And even if those are not technically sins, it's still us showing like Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala like we we seek forgiveness from you because we want your protection. In the Quran, like,
2: Allah Azawajal, he says, like Don't purify yourself Don't think you're high Don't purify yourself He's, no, he's, he's most knowing of who fears him But that's, all a, all all that's, a, that's a powerful know. verse Because like how many Muslims Or like p- regular pious people Like what's the reason they stay pious It's because they're still in Constant state of istighfar They know that they're still alive They can still die upon kufr And that's the reality like, you can still, like, something could happen to you, you don't even know. That's why you always ask Allah. You always be conscious of Allah. You know, you always be grateful to Him that you have a connection to Him. And inshallah, you know, like, nothing will ever happen. But, you know, like, you understand what I'm trying to say here. Prophet <laughs> he, if,
1: if anyone was to not make istighfar, it would be him. But guess what? He still made istighfar every single day. Mm-hmm. And who, who are we to sit here and think that, you know, we don't need to make istighfar? Mm-hmm. You know, we sit here, we think that we have enough good deeds for the day or, or you know... You we know, minimize heard, our good deeds or people that have a haram to a halal ratio and, you know, they think, they think they're think they really doing something. But in reality, you know. They think they've done enough. Yeah, like, exactly. But, you know, you can never do
0: enough. And um, like, indeed, that might be the thing that gets you to the hellfire, though, is thinking you've done enough. When in reality, that might destroy your, like, destroy your humanity to a point that your intention is completely clouded. Like, you might think, oh, yeah, Allah knows my intention. But when you say stuff like that to justify your actions... That's where things could really uh, become problematic for you because you might, you think that you really know, but indeed Allah knows better than you. Like, you want to tell everybody out here, oh, you have no idea what's going on. Okay, I understand that. Maybe I don't know what's going on with you, but Allah, do- Allah does, right? So you can lie to yourself all you want. A lot of people, they like to lie to themselves about like what they're doing stuff for. Like, um, I saw a quote from one of the Sahaba that said, um, I'm not, I, I don't remember the exact name of the Sahaba, but it said, even doing a bad deed for uh, for with good intentions is still bad, and I and I, lo- I was looking at it for like ten minutes. I was sitting there like, wait, what did you what do you mean? Like, even if I do something bad for with a good intention, it's still bad. And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, because th- this is, this bad thing was prescribed by either Allah or the or the Prophet for a reason that it's bad for you, because what 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 will it do? It'll kill your sp- spirituality. It'll kill your iman. Even if you do it for a good reason,
1: dude. Imagine it's like you know, killing an innocent person, but in reality, you had good intention. You know, you see what I'm trying to say?
2: Like, yeah, like an innocent person what still if,
1: died. What if an innocent person still died? You still committed a sin at the end of the day, and, you know, what have you done? You, you fooled yourself. You allowed the shaitan to get to you. Shaitan is laughing at you now. He's making a mockery of you.
0: But it also made me think, made me, like, doing a bad deed for a good reason. I thought about, like, okay, remember um, how Prophet Musa, salam, he accidentally nice. killed a man, right? But his intention wasn't bad. He didn't mean to. He had no intention of, of doing that but he ended up doing it and what happened? He almost destroyed himself being fearful of the punishment of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he had no idea what was going to happen to him, the fact that he accidentally killed a man. That and Allah, Allah still forgave him because he knew exactly what was in his heart. But he knew, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew better than Musa alayhi salam what was in his heart because Musa was out here fearing for his life, being uh, repenting to Allah like, like all this time because he accidentally killed someone. But Allah indeed He still like, forgave him.
2: It's like Jannah, Jannah is not instantly granted to you. Exactly. You know, it's like your entire life is a hardship and Jannah is the ease. That's the easy part. Like subhanAllah, like that is, you do you understand what I'm saying? You know, Jannah's
1: full of sinners who repented. Yeah. You no, know, Jannah is not, you know, someone who didn't sin his whole life. Like that that's impossible for us. You know, we're all mm-hmm. children of Adam. We're all gonna mess up, but you know, it's it's what you do with it.
2: It's not about like, it's,
1: you know, it's, you know sometimes you can't
2: control your circumstances, but you can't control how you respond. Exactly. Say someone, you know, hits your car. You're going to go ahead and curse at them and be act a fool, act a run amok, or you, like, you're going to respond in such a way. Like, maybe you couldn't control that. Maybe someone just came and ran into you. Maybe you couldn't control that. But You can't control how you respond. And your perspective, And with that, with too. that can come great, re- great reward or...
1: Imagine, you know, you're looking at it like, oh, you know, this is... Uh- the downfall of my life, where you can look at it, like as, you know, what a, what have I learned from this? This
2: is just a test from my Lord. Oh, yeah, And then you know, like that's a great Allah is with those who are patient. Yeah, you know, the, the um,
0: something crazy. Speaking for us personally, right? We we have a following now on social media, right? So mm-hmm. the thing with that is, people always look at us, oh, like why haven't you like thanked your followers for how many like for your milestones that you have achieved? I'm like, are these milestones for me? Like these are dunya milestones. I don't. This, I'm not concerned with this right is Allah going to look at me on the day of judgment and be like well done you amassed over 200,000 followers on Instagram no he's not going to do that like he might look at he might look at me and uh, uh show me the good deeds that I did by me speaking about Islam on social media but it's not it has nothing to do with how many followers i amassed or how many likes i got on a post it has nothing to do with that cuz like how is how is that gonna uh, benefit me on the day of judgment? Because nobody's like, gonna be able to speak for me. None of the these people that follow me, they're not gonna be able to speak for me on the day of judgment. Us and the people who like the people in the streets who call to Islam and us were the same people. If
2: There's they have no zero difference. followers, zero social media, like, we're the same people. We're, like we're just we still give the same we speech. We still give
0: the same speech, same message. Exactly. So that's why, that's why like um whenever I speak about instant gratification, I'm thinking like it's on social media, it's it's a dangerous plane because I say it um, I say dangerous uh, dangerous plane because social media can be good in a sense where like oh if you if you're looking at Dawa if you're trying to spread uh, increase your knowledge looking for ways to boost your iman and that type of stuff that's good for you as a Muslim but then look at the other side of social media there are, there are women who are half naked where you must practice lowering your gaze and not looking at that type of stuff there are people who uh, you might envy or be jealous of because they have stuff that you uh, that you want and, and you don't want give, them to have or
1: something
2: like that.
0: People like, who give false messages, bad speech. Like or Not even
1: just that, you know, just showing a, a portion of your lifestyle on social media so that everyone can look at that. But in reality, you know, that's not really how you live it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like Think like,
0: about, wait, think about how many people who slander Islam and give these false uh, images of Islam to their followers and these people, they eat it up. Like like these Christians or these atheists or anybody who's who's not in the fold of Islam, they out they're out here you know making a mockery of Islam and these followers they eat it up they eat up this false uh th- this false information that these people feed of them. Like what what were we looking at the other day? Some dude uh, who was out here uh, saying that right. yeah. uh, <laughs> he called us a he called us a moon boy like yeah he said we worship the moon god and these people these Christians that were in his comments actually believed him and I was like this is. See, this is the bad side of, of social media. Like, you, because, know, look, you know what's crazy that?
2: about social media? You'll see a Jewish person comment on an atheist person's post about Islam and say, right on, brother, like, <laughs> do you not like, dude, he doesn't even
0: believe what you believe in. Why don't you argue with him? See, that's the thing, though. Like, people, they can, for, for us Muslims, people can make a mockery of Islam and someone who's not very informed about Islam, they will, like, look at it and they will start to doubt. It can cast doubt into their hearts. That's why social media could be a dangerous place. That's why you got to be careful about like um, here's where you the, here's the where you spend thing. your time.
1: Here's the other thing, with those same people, like think about the sins that you're 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 getting from from all that you know. All from who's from whoever takes that in, they they take that in, they learn from that, and then you know you're just giving false information. Like look at the sins you're about to have. Look, I, I saw a post on TikTok. It was talking about how music, you know, music is haram. Yeah, yeah. It said, imagine you're getting a sin for every single person who watches your video. And you have music playing in the background. Let's say your video gets five million views. That has five million cents right there that you just got because your video has that in music. But people are looking at that viral video as in, you know you achieve something. Oh, your video went viral on 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 TikTok. It has five million views, but in reality, you just gained five million cents that you don't see. Now, now you right. just this, just thinking about it, like it, it was really that easy to gain
0: five million cents on something that you look at as good. Well, because you think it's good. Allah doesn't always punish you right away for the sins that you commit. If you do that, then he like I mean, there That's would, a great there that's, be a, nothing that's, here.
2: A, that's a mercy from Allah. Yeah, and even like think about it like in Surah Hashr, like Ya'ihuhaladina wa taqullah. Like, all oh, you who have believed, talking to the Muslims. Be conscious of Allah. Have some taqwa. And let every soul consider what has put forth for the next day. Like subhanAllah, you like like let every soul consider what it has put forth.
0: Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar. Wait, elaborate. Elaborate on that real quick. Like, like, be conscious of Allah and be like,
2: I don't know how to put this in words. I understand it 100%. Be conscious of Allah and like, be aware of what you have put forth. Like, have you prayed? Mm -hmm. What charities have you given to? Have you encouraged the feeding of the poor? Have you helped that person t- today? Mm. Or are you going to do it tomorrow? No, let's talk about today. Like, think about it. Exactly. Change starts today. And uh, like, even in the Quran, every single soul will have what it has worked towards. This is this is in the Quran. So it, perhaps maybe you're working for something, working for a job, working for that new raise, and you haven't gotten it. Even though you know in your heart you're working 100%. Having the taqwa to know that Allah knows that you're working, even if you haven't gotten it, You'll, you'll be repaid for it, for your work. And I guarantee you, you'll get something even better out of even it. Even better. No, Alhamdulillah for this kind of thinking. Imagine, you know, someone outside
1: of the fold of Islam, you know, they're not thinking like this. Yeah, you know, like,
2: imagine, like, they get into a car, you like, know, something, like, it's the end of the world. Like, now. imagine, like, really, really think about it. Like, you, you have to feel
1: bad because, like, it's just, like, you don't really know what you're missing out on. And this is, this is exactly why we want to be out here doing what we're doing, you know, giving this dawah to spread this message mm-hmm. of Islam.
2: Like, imagine... For the Muslim, um, a sickness befalls him. He, like all he can think about is how Allah is taking away some of his sins. Now imagine for a person like imagine like um someone who is uh, who doesn't believe in God or the last day or the day of judgment and he gets like cancer or something. Bro, imagine how miserable and depressed you would be. Who do you question then? Who do you yeah. turn to then? Who do you who do you who, like me me? I have رب a, a alameen. I could turn to him. Who do you who are you gonna turn to when you're at your lowest live, point? Live, who can live you turn the life, to? Live life to the fullest. <laughs> that's, that's man, crazy like even like when you're at the lowest point Allah is the one who responds to the desperate one when he calls
0: since we're since we're on the topic of like <clears throat> Dawah and social media I want to address like a lesson that I learned the other day when me and my brother here we were going to go on live with uh with this man who who was making a mockery of Islam a huge mockery huge mockery so, um, out of pocket yeah so what happened what the heck was that okay <laughs> um so what had happened was we were going on live this guy he was making a mockery of Islam he was basically like doing what Fir'aun did he was calling himself he was calling himself god essentially and what i realized was there's no reasoning with these type of people i just wanted to go on there and tell him like yo just respect my way of life i'm gonna respect yours you know what i'm saying like that's it um but he he was out here calling us moon worshippers. He was disrespecting us. He had the Christians believing in 9 11. Yeah, he, he was like he was disrespecting every single Muslim that was in the chat, and all these Christians were eating it up. They were taking everything he was saying, like he was, um, like he was the pastor himself, or that he was a priest, or he, or that he was one of the disciples of Prophet Sam himself. Like so, the thing I want to get with is. If you're ever going to spread Islam to somebody, especially over social media, you got to be very careful. There are some people who who are looking to reason with you and there are some people who are just going to look to make a mockery of you. They're going to look to make you look dumb. They're going to try to bring you hadith or Quran and try to say this is false. And they're going to know that you might not be able to explain it to them because you're not a scholar. You're not someone of knowledge. This is why I like to tell people I'm not knowledgeable enough to be out here giving fatwas or anything like that. And I'm not knowledgeable out here to debate with everybody because some of these debaters, they're going to come and bring stuff that is meant for you to trip over. And this is not sincerity. Yeah, That's exactly.
1: the worst part about it. You, like just imagine, you know, people are out here preaching about things that they're not even sincere about. They just want, trying,
2: yeah, to just, just wanna wanna a worldly game from you. They just wanna win the debate. They don't wanna they're not truly eager to find the truth.
0: The, mm. e- yeah, even even a Christian debating, uh debating a Muslim, they're not eager to bring you towards Christianity they're just eager to, to make disprove you look stupid Islam yeah. to you and to everybody who's watching and look, if, They're like oh yeah look this is some fake look uh, look what i did yeah. to, to any muslim who wants to like
2: give, go and give da'wah or go and argue or debate with a anybody of the like any other faiths do it with piety and do it with humility like imagine we we do it
1: for the sake of allah like imagine yeah. you want to see this person in paradise because they're another human being all children of adam have been honored right and that includes the disbeliever mm-hmm. so you when you give this dawah, you do it out of sincerity of your heart. You're not doing it to, you know, to make them look stupid or to make them look like a fool,
2: you know, cause just because you want to... Or not? Know, you're not doing it to make people think that you're knowledgeable or to get claps. Like, th- that's not what it, that's not what it's for. Indeed, have have, it, that, a, have um, the
0: taqwa to know I, that you're doing this for the right, the right that's reasons. That's characteristic of a, of a hypocrite, someone who who takes pride yeah, in, takes, in the fact pride that in they, it, they, might, they may have knowledge over someone else or the fact that they can make someone look dumb by outclassing them... Uh, with, with their knowledge of, of their faith or someone else's faith and that type of stuff. Those those are characteristics of a hypocrite. And it reminds me of um, one of the first people who enter entered hellfire, like the, the one who has knowledge, but he concealed it. Like this is, this is someone who, who may have knowledge, but they're using it in a prideful way, like using it in a prideful manner. Mm-hmm. And this goes for Muslims as well. Like if you're gonna advise someone, you have to ensure that you understand exactly what you're advising upon and doing it in a kind way. And also, uh, ensuring that you're giving out the right information. Mm-hmm. Because none of us are qualified to be out here giving fatwas. We're not a scholar. None of us are scholars. We can't be throwing around the word scholar or the word sheikh thinking that uh, everybody deserves that title. That's like, a big title. That's a, that's, yeah, exactly. That's so that's why, title. especially being on social media, you have to also watch out for that because there are people who who follow different madhabs than you. There are people who uh, who... Take on these these sects of Islam Like we're, we're all supposed to be Muslim Everybody thinks that they could take on A different image of Islam And call it Islam Like not everything is Islam But it's not for us to say, right? Because we're um, There's a hadith of the Prophet who says Whoever um, calls his brother by like Oh kafir Then indeed the that is true for one of them So like indeed calling some calling a Muslim a kafir if he if he claims to be muslim and you understand that he believes la, 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 you can't say anything after that mm-hmm. regardless of what he does mm-hmm. like if, yeah, if whether
1: you like it or not yeah
0: exactly like uh, you could tell them what they're doing is wrong but you can't say you're not a muslim and i see that so often uh, these days this is why i say things like well, social media is dangerous because people think that they, they're a, like they're a words level above are like other other people. they
2: they act like god doesn't know what's going on on social media too yeah like yeah, like they just they'll say outrageous things like Thing is that like you'll never even imagine or even like people won't even say it face to face like they're not manly they're keyboard warriors keyboard jihadis
1: and the other thing is you know social media is also dangerous we get sucked into it you know sometimes we're sitting there we get distracted by social media and you know we start believing a lot of the things that we start Mm -hmm. seeing on social media Mm -hmm. like for example right if everything on social media is made to look easy we're gonna start thinking things are you know really easy in real life like for example you go on social media you see this guy and this guy are bodybuilders you're gonna go out you're gonna work out for you know a couple weeks and you're gonna be like dude you know why am i not looking like them or for example on social media what i see you know trending a lot right now is how easy they try to make uh the the way of making money now they think you know everyone can just make money fast and you know it's yeah. a get rich get rich overnight thing and then people are going broke over it people are stressing over it people are you know putting all their time into it and then they're like you know why am i not rich yet and you know th- th- then they start to hate themselves for it, and then they start to give up on you know these these, these are people's things. lives like,
2: and they're being ruined by social media. Like, you you see, like, the, the turn of it. Like, you know. The grass is always green on social yeah, media. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a there's a sociologist. His name is Emmanuel Wallerstein. He talks about the relative income theory. Now, the relative income theory is basically, say I have an abundance of wealth, but your abundance of wealth, three times as much as mine. My I would still feel like a poor person. Even though I have a home, I have everything I need. Everything I need. I'm, I have an abundance of wealth. I will still feel poor. Now, think about social media. Think of about how this, how this theory can affect people's minds. Like just imagine. This will depress people. This will make people feel bad about themselves. They, even though they have, like, you see people living in beautiful homes. Like, just because on social media, everyone's rich. Because everyone's rich on social media. Get money quick. Money's so easy. How are you broke? How are you Make your, first, oh, are you, make make your only, first
1: million dollars in 30 days. Like, like, you see, that's so common nowadays. And I'm like, whoa. Like, like,
2: like you're lying. <laughs> like,
1: you are straight up <laughs> lying to these people. And matter of fact, like, a lot of these, those same videos, like, you watch them. They don't even tell you how to do it. Yeah, and that, then, you know they're just at the end of the video, they're trying to, try to, to sell you them. something. Yeah.
0: They're That's trying to become a millionaire in 30 days. Those types <laughs> of things like seeing people on social media have something that you may want to have or an actual you may you may want to have will ultimately uh end up you relieving of yourself of one of the greatest attributes of a Muslim, which is sabr, which is patience, because mm-hmm. you'll want it as soon as you can get it. You'll want it just like this, which is why that's how you get sucked into the That's, the instant,
2: that's instant gratification. Yeah, you just want it like this. That's like Social media is like,
0: like a disease, even though we use it so much, subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. There like, are, I'm saying there's good to it, but like when, when you see those things that you really just want, you're just like, okay, I, I need this instantly. I want this yeah, right now. And it now. builds that impatience. But you know what's crazy? Like, God is with those who are
2: patient Allah is with the people who have sabr Through any com- calamity that they go through Through any
0: hardship If people are making fun of them And they just They hold their tongue Like God is, Allah is with that person Yeah and if you If you want to ever um, think Say to yourself Oh I'll, I've been so patient And it still hasn't come Let Not me enough. tell you something the Prophet salam, took 40 years until he got his first revelation before he finally realized exactly what his purpose was. What did he used to do in, in the cave of Hira before he was he, he received revelation? He used to go there and start questioning like his life. Like what he used to question his purpose. Like, what is he here for? What's going on? Like, what 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 is his ultimate? And you want to uh, talk about being, being
2: pa- patient enough? Think about how much he went through. Like the loss of both parents, like he, the he loss was he, of all like his children. A, just being one. an orphan enough, like. There's not many people who are orphan. Allah be, like help the orphans.
0: Like that's a struggle that not no one except the orphan knows about. Literally, read Surah Duha. Mm-hmm. He he speaks about it there. Like uh, when when the Prophet wasn't receiving revelation for uh, for a long time, he thought Allah had had uh, forsaken him. Yeah, yeah had yeah, forsaken like, him. He like, thought he, Allah was like up, angry with up, him. Yeah, was upset with him. And and what does Allah say in that in that surah? He said, "Did He not find you as an orphan? orphan. Did He not did and he not open guide your you? open your chest and yeah, guide you. you? Yeah, yeah, exactly." And then he also says uh later on in that surah he says like you know be kind to the orphan take care of the orphan like mm-hmm. Allah praises that he praises it more than once in the Quran yeah well, so, subhanallah um but also like look at other stories of and the hereafter
1: at, is better than this life yeah
0: exactly look yeah. at yeah
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's something like, that's, a the said, that, that's, that's a message that that's a message that a lot of yeah. us forget you like that's yeah. crazy what? And like even like back to the topic of instant gratification like it's literally it's totally fake like you you'll never have something That's worth having instantly. Think about like the Sahaba. Like they saw Islam. They like, some of them were enemies of Islam. Like some of them were enemies of the prophet and they embraced Islam. They had like, they had to swallow their pride. And then Allah gave them the dominion of Arabia. But look, just imagine,
1: you don't work for anything. What's the value in it now? Like, you know, everything, you're going to get bored. You're going to, it'll never be enough. You're just going to want more and more and more. But you know, there's... There holds no meaning behind it,
0: no value. And it's like that connection with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Is it a material thing? Can you hold it? Can you see it? Can you hear it? No, you can't. It's not but empirical. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 something that you. Uh, well, I mean, you can technically feel it. like if you're if you're a Muslim with iman, then you can attest to the fact that you can feel that connection with Allah Subhanahu yep. wa Taala. But this is not something that you you attain through this through this dunya. It's like it's something. It feels like something outside of the dunya. It's like a detachment from from the the, des, no. the desires of this world. And you're like, okay, what Allah has for me is better than anything that this world could have. So that's what I'm going to turn to. That's what I'm going to rely upon. Like soul reliance upon Allah yeah. subhanahu wa ta'ala and consciousness of taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout like, what alone. we go through in, in our life. Like when you make a post online, um, as... As a man or a woman, would you look at it and be like, okay, am I cool with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking me about this post when I, uh, on the you day know, of judgment? There's a verse in that, it's like beautiful verse. I heard
2: it in the video you sent me, Osman, of uh, Nouri Muhammad al In Surah Anbiya, it talks about Ayyub. When Ayyub, he calls, Allah describes the situation. He says, when Ayyub, uh, like the hardship befell him of the sickness, he says, we responded to him. Like subhanAllah, right? Like we he called to us by one of our like two of our beautiful names, and
0: we just responded to him. Calling him by his mercy. His mercy. There's, a, his, there's his, another his story benefits. about someone who, who called Allah by his, by His mercy, Ya Rahman ar rahim And he answered them because um Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, They called me by my mercy. They called out to me by my mercy. Like how how could Allah turn turn away from, from you when you like, call you act like mercy? Allah,
2: like Allah. Um, uh, there's also another verse in the Quran. Oh, I have to find it. I I just know it's like Ma Like it's um why should Allah punish like Allah does not gain any benefit gain from, from punishing, from punishing somebody. You, um if you guys were grateful And um uh believers and Allah is ever like He He forgives like let's find Allah
0: Allah That's crazy <laughs> I have to find the on You guys c- continue talking I'll find it for you Well speaking of that like yeah, when you think about it, it's like, like what what Allah doesn't have instant gratification. What why would He be in like why would He enjoy punishing someone? And he even he even Surah Sad, <laughs> chapter thirty eight, verse twenty six. Wait, no, no no no, that's wrong one, wrong one. <laughs> You're
1: trying to give the false information <laughs> right. on, social, on social?
2: Surah media. Nisa, Surah Nisa, <laughs> chapter four, verse number one forty seven. Why should Allah punish you? If you are grateful and faithful, subhanAllah. Allah is ever appreciative, appreciative all-knowing. SubhanAllah, man, I found it. I found it. Good stuff.
0: That's, that's a hard, that's a hard Good verse stuff in the right Quran, there. man. That's tough. I'm not going to lie. Dude, all verses are hard. What do you mean? Yeah, but in reference to this topic yeah, we were talking definitely. about right now, it's like... SubhanAllah. 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 Yeah, well, subhanallah. Turn subhanallah. to Allah
2: before you return to Allah, you know what I'm saying? SubhanAllah, man.
0: But... Uh, <laughs> I think I think that should wrap up this episode. Um, uh speaking about instant gratification, you know, the the danger of like uh, like social media, um, uh, taqwa and um contentment with the plan of Allah ultimately. And you know, with that being said, um, it's been Hussein, you know, Samarikum Alhamdulillah. All right, guys, you know, hope you guys enjoyed today's
1: episode. Make sure you like, share this with all your friends and family. You don't know whose life you can change by sending this to them. You know, just to remind you guys, we're not scholars, always students of knowledge. So, that being said, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
2: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.